and we're live new york fellas episode 12 um we actually started relatively on time today only 12 minutes late which is actually pretty good proud of you guys yep and i won and you won speaking of one uh we had to cancel on sunday because i was uh busy winning the New York City Men's Slow Pitch Softball Championship. Um, for all of you, who it's actually, not the New York City. Yeah, what is it? It's, oh, it, it's, it's literally, yeah, it's literally one of I mean, probably like fifty. Well, I don't know yeah, exactly how many. Out? I don't. I don't really know exactly how many slow pitch leagues there are in New York City, but I do know that there were fifty-four teams in the league that I played in, and we won. 54 teams. Yeah, you also had like seven that former be, D1 players. Hold on a minute. That would be the Big Chief Ball Club uh, as the New York City 2023 Spring uh, Slow Pitch Softball Champions. It was it uh, it was it was euphoric. It was unbelievable. Is that true? You also you got, got bodied. You got bodied out of the uh, – you got bodied out of the, the championship picture I saw on your, on your story. <laughs> you're, coming, you're flying around the outside. Yeah, my story. I was the one who held up the trophy, and then they were like, "Picture," and I got in it, but my video cut out or whatever I put up cut out afterwards. But uh, I also, I did. I also got boxed out of the. uh, We had a one of the one of the one of our friends who was there who wasn't on the team. He ordered a bottle of prosecco to the bar we were at, and I was taking a piss while they went outside onto the street and sprayed champagne everywhere. So I missed that. But uh, yeah, that was it. Was it was really fun? Not to get like too serious about it, but it was really fun. Um, so that that's why we had to cancel on Sunday because I was uh, too busy being crowned champion. And uh, I'm sorry to all the listeners for the delay. But yeah, that's awesome. You know, it also doesn't really sound like you're a huge part of the team. Right. Well, you know what? Next time you're here, I'll have you meet the the skip who put it together, and you can and you can ask him how big of a, a piece I was to that team. I was starting third baseman, buddy. What kind of rules is it? Is it like you only hit two home runs and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can only hit two home runs, and it really only matters on maybe like two of the fields we played on because the fields are so big in some cases that you can't. It's like impossible to hit a home run, but the one field is actually small. So you have to kind of be strategic in when you hit them. You obviously don't want to hit a solo shot because that's kind of dumb. So you want to try and wait until you got guys on base. But either way, like some of the fields are so big that like if you hit one deep enough, it's just in it, basically an inside the park home run. And those are unlimited. I know Isn't for a fact. Right? Do, you, do you actually have D1 players? On yes, I know for a fact. Yeah, yeah we have a, we have a couple. We have Austin. by two players. Austin. Oh, no, no, no. Is if Austin. We have Austin. We have this kid named Grant who played at, uh, I think he played at Iowa. He's a great first baseman, big target. It was, oh, it was fantastic. I'll have you know, I didn't make an error. I think I was ten for ten or twelve for twelve on ground ball. So he also I'm had just saying. pitcher of the former pitcher of the year at pace or athlete. What do you mean for the season? You only got ten. No, 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 no. In the playoffs, for we had five five games. One, the first game actually, they forfeited on us for some reason. So we won that automatically, and then we won four in a row. Um, yeah, Neil played at pace, but it's slow pitch. It's not like, you know, crazy, but he's a tremendous fielder. Tremendous. What did Taylor's Neil story say? Neil Pizzullo. He oh, he did? Neely Pasquilli. Dude, he's Neely on the wall. He's on the wall at pace. I didn't know I that's who you, I didn't know he actually played. I mean, is yeah, he, he playing with Johnny? Yeah, he played with Johnny. He pitched at pace. 
And it, it, you can ask Neil. Neil and I have won more together than him and Johnny ever did. Those are Neil's words, not mine. Shout out to Neil Pazulo. He might listen to this. I don't know. Neil, he appreciate. Neil. He always appreciates the love, the double love. I'll give him love on my personal Instagram, and then I'll like some stuff on the New York fellas Instagram page. He loves the <laughs> double love. Um, but uh, we have a, you know, as a show, we have a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, a disagreement or a, a, a bone to pick. I think St. John is a bone to pick with Eric and myself. I don't know why anyone would have a bone to pick with me, but uh, Matt, I, I'll, the floor is yours. I'll give you a few minutes to explain your, your issues. Yeah, well, this is kind of, I mean, two weeks, two plus weeks removed. I don't have the same fire for this as I did before, but I was just a little frustrated that you guys completely negated the point when we were talking about it last time. I think I sent Matt what I was going to say, and then I He didn't. was pissed off. Yeah, because you both were just negating. We were talking about, um, it was about the, the pitch, the pitch count. We were talking about the... You know, what's the the guy getting pulled, pulling guys early, he had a no hitter. White Sox, the game they played the Sox, they were getting they were getting no hit, they pulled the pitcher, Sox almost blew it, and then we got into an argument about that. Well, how many pitches did he have in the seventh inning? He had a hundred. Did he have a hundred? Yeah, he had a hundred pitches. That's what I'm saying. I don't even have to say actually. I gotta go back and pull it up. But he was I, either at a hundred he just hit a hundred or he was about to be at a hundred. He would have entered into the to the next inning with the 100 pitches. I guess my thing, my thing is, is, and and Matt, I know he agrees. Is okay. So at what? Why can't he just have a short leash? Like, what if he comes out and then has hypothetically has a six pitch inning? Now he's at 106 going into the eighth. Like, do you leave him in at that point? Well, what's there to okay, gain but, from that? Yeah, at that point, you're only. I think he's they just. Were he's a like guy one, out there. He's a guy out there who's just who's pitching well. That's what it. That's what I mean. All right, wait. So I pulled it back up because I had what I was going to say to Maddie. This doesn't even, it doesn't have the same fire that I had with it before. Well, but, make it have the same fire. But but I got really pissed off when you called. Well, I actually really wasn't that mad because I think the opinion can go either way, right? I do think there's a, a side to both arguments. I think what pissed me off so much about originally Eric and then you piling on top of him was the, the smugness the and smug the comment and the complete one. One way of just shoving shoving any other possible subjective opinion off because that's what it was. It's a subjective opinion. It's not an objective fact, right? This is a and you said it was absurd, and you know how much the stuff you say pisses me off. So you saying it was absurd, I think, is what pissed me off. Well, to be so, fair, I think Eric receipts? said it was absurd. Yeah, he's got him. I think Eric said it was absurd. And you said really, it was absurd. You, no, you were like, I'm not even. You're like, I'm not even gonna get in. You just. You, Eric, you, Eric, the way you yeah, said it. Yeah, because we've talked Eric, about this so many times. We've talked about this so many times. That's why. Like... <laughs> but my point was, I was, I would, so, yeah, right. We talk about a lot of stuff so many times, though, but that's kind of the point. What else we can talk about? We talk about the stuff that we want to talk about. I get it, but said, to blow then, oh, off the fact that there's. I, I... Okay, I remember exactly where I was. And read my text after I said that. I said, if you really want me to get into the argument again, I will. But that was after my text saying I'm not even going to get into it. So if you want to read the text, I did say, <laughs> if you want to argue about it, I'll give you my argument again for the 15th time this season. But it's the same argument back and forth. You know the Am situation. Do you have? Do you have it? No, you, no, Eric. I do know. I I remember it. You were saying you were saying you're not going to get into it. Yes, 
But I right, think- I remember all that, and I know you said that. I'm saying I was frustrated because I completely disagree. And my thing is, is that I disagree with the state that baseball is in right now. That that is just an immediate response because if you take, and I get it, times have changed. If you take sometime, probably not even that long ago, that would not have even been considered, right? Or the guy would at least have a short leash, no matter what his pitch count is at. And we've become so obsessed with every little piece of analytical garbage in the game of baseball that stuff like that, I don't think it matters that he was at 100 pitches. Can he not pitch 100 pitches? Is he not a professional baseball player, a pitcher at that? Does he not get paid to do it? Does he not have the stamina to do it? Does he not have the arm strength to do it? Is he Has he not been doing this for his entire life? Like, just to completely brush it off and say, ah, oh, well, we've been through this argument. I get it. And I'm not I'm not rejecting what you guys were saying because I it's a valid point in that direction. However, the other side is I hate what the game of baseball has become now. And that's what I was more so pissed off at. What would it have mattered? Is his rest going to change? Is anything going to change from his difference from 100 pitches to 135 pitches? What changes? What changes? Is he still going to have five days rest or is he going to need 18 days rest? Like, it doesn't matter. He's okay. in the game. He's in the game. So that's what I was – that was more so what my argument was, and I was just pissed off because you guys were blowing it off as if there is no argument to be made, and there is a lot of people who agree with me that the game of baseball now is not as good of a product as it used to be because of things like that, right? And let, that, let me uh, let me unpack this a little bit, Eric, and, and I'll defend you. I got I got the – yeah, I got the whole – I got the whole thing. And myself. Here, but go ahead. I think your quarrels are not with us. They're with baseball. And I think we just happen to take the side of where baseball is a little bit more than you do right now. So when you try to make an argument that really doesn't, in my opinion, hold any water because there's no point in even arguing it, it's just your personal feelings, you were a little bothered by the way we said it. And maybe I did. Maybe it was a little smug to say the word absurd. I apologize that my words hurt your feelings. No, you don't. Don't apologize. Oh, don't my apologize God. You see, I hate. I yeah. hate. You've never apologized a day in your life to me. Don't start now. Well, I'm just saying, I think your issues are more with baseball than they are with me and Eric, because unfortunately, in the in this day and age, Eric and mine, our opinion is actually correct, and yours is not. No, no. See, mm-hmm. and this is what I'm saying, and, and the way that we are trending now, and the way that baseball is trending, it is becoming a soft league. And what myself and your <laughs> brother have, uh, where we kind of disagree with, and I know Matt takes the same side, is that it is a frustrating thing to see. Do I understand the reality of what happens? Yes, I know they were going to pull him. I knew they were going to pull him. I know that that is a reality of what happens now. I'm saying I disagree with it, and I think it's stupid because the Sox almost lost that game, right? They brought in their bullpen. They walked a few guys. They had an error. They almost lost a game that they should have very easily had at hand for what? For what, right? What? Because he was at a pitch count? If you didn't get the win, then what was the point, right? If they if they did lose that game, what was the point I, of? Yeah, I understand, and and, I'll, and Eric, you can have the last word on this before we jump into the, the current state of the Yankees. Okay, is your is your um is your bones pick with the manager? I guess is what I'll start with. Is it the manager that you're calling out that should have left him in? I I suppose it's the. I guess, I guess what Mike said is correct. It is more with the way that the game is now because that's how managers are. So I can't say – I knew that no matter what manager that was, they're all going down the same road. At this point, they don't care about no-hitters. They don't care about perfect games. They don't. They care about pitch count. And if that happens to coincide with a no-hitter or perfect game, great. But at the end of the day, they don't care. And that is – and that I think that is not a good thing for the game. I don't think that that 
I don't think that the, that outweighs the cost of throwing a few extra pitches outweighs the fact of not throwing a, the guy can throw a no hitter. He can make history. That's the regular, one of the biggest regular season excitement pieces is a no hitter or a perfect game, right? You take that away. So it's with okay, the game. So I'll put, I'll put you, I'll put you in the shoes. If your bones pick was with the manager, I'll put you in the shoes, of the manager, Pedro Griffel, first year manager for the white Sox. He has a team that's playing 10 games under 500 he has a pitcher who is his ace, who's not pitching up to it, who's been an ace in his in the past. He, going into that start, he had a 4.08 ERA. He has a solid start going, and you want to trot him out for to see if he can get nine more outs when he's at 100 pitches, and and risk as opposed to taking him out, having it be a solid start, a quality start. He gives you six scoreless, no hits, seven Ks. You take him out every day of the week at that point when he's at 100 pitches. There's no chance. Wait, what are you saying? Throwing. You risk. What what's are you saying? Risk? What? That's yeah. What, what is? What's the risk? Why the risk can't of he him be on a short face, leash? What's the risk? Of where, him, the risk of him facing that lineup for what a fourth time? The and risk Mike gives up one hit. You have, are you, you saying? Are, are, you're saying the risk? You, the risk on, of him having this. I got it. I got it. The risk. The risk of him ruining his his good start to build momentum on. You're 10 games below 500. You don't understand. 10 games below 500, first year manager. And if you want, I, I could back it up with what he's done since that. Since that start, after they pulled him six scoreless seven Ks, he went, he's dropped his ERA to 3 4 1. He had a seven, seven inning, one earned, eight K start, five inning, three earned, five Ks, and a six inning, three earned, 10 Ks. His last four starts, he has three quality starts. I mean, I think it, it's the right call every day of the week to take him out in that situation. What What is there to gain from leaving him in, in the seventh inning when you have high leverage guys? I'm sorry, the eighth inning, uh, seventh inning was, right? No, when eighth. you have high leverage guys. Okay, it was the eighth. So you have high leverage guys that, that you pay to, to come in and close the door in those games. And your pitcher's at 100 pitches. I say you take him out. You call it. It was a good start. He's not getting a perfect game, a, a no-hitter in any world. I mean, he's not throwing 140 pitches. It's just not going to happen. But, but how, I, I think how that's the know? thing of, like, where? Like, why do you say, like, yeah, are the odds of him – Throwing a no hitter, yeah, they're very low because it just happened. But I think at that point, your your job as a manager is to not manage for this guy to get a no hitter. Your job is to manage the team to a win and the best possible and to the playoffs and to the playoffs. The best possible chance for you as a manager to make I agree. I can. That's just that's that's basically what Eric and I were arguing. I don't think it has anything. Yes, but I can I can agree with your. I can agree with I can agree with you. Don't want him facing the lineup for a fourth time. You don't think he's going to, you know, you have these closers that I agree with. What I don't agree with is the fact that you're, you're risking his arm or he, he runs the risk of, you know, throwing too many. I don't think that was the argument, but that's the, the, that's my, yeah. I mean, that also is a fact that also is a factor that also is a factor, but it's also different if he has maybe 85 pitches in that situation, maybe you trot him back out there and then he comes into the ninth with 95 pitches potentially. Like so, there are different levels. To frankly, and frankly, it's not that it's not that historic as you think. Throw no hitter. There's been 318 no hitters in the history of baseball. It's not like it's a once in a once in a decade. Out of how many games thing, in like, the, out of, but Eric, out of how many games that have been played in the history of the MLB? What's the percentage of games that ended? Yeah, we could get into that. I, I mean, right? But like, I don't. I, it's it's very. <laughs> like, it is a pretty. 
it is a pretty like big it's a pretty big deal yeah it's a it's big deal nothing. but it's not big enough it's, it's not, not but to eric's point though you are 10 games below 500 every win really matters at that point so like you need to put the the team ahead of individual accolades and and i but my point is is that i disagree with the fact that you're just you're just saying without a doubt that it is a better move to bring in your bullpen than it is to keep him in. He clearly still had control. Now, if you start at that top of the order and he gives up a hit and walks somebody, he's done. He can still be on a short leash, but why do we not even give him a chance to, he doesn't even get a chance to go out there. He probably does get a chance if his pitch count is at a different pitch count. All right. But then we go back to that. So that's, I I was just saying, that's my frustration because at the end of the day, it doesn't, the pitch count does matter. You are factoring that in. You can't say it doesn't matter. It does does matter in that situation because of the inning that you're in and in the state in the, in what's, you know, part of the game you're in at a hundred pitches in the eighth inning. Like statistically speaking, he probably has, there's more of a chance that teams are going to get a hit at that point. So you have to play at some point, like even if stats are out of baseball. When you when you let it, why can't you let it ride? If they do get a hit, you're st- you're up three nothing. You still have a little bit of leeway. Why? What's to say that your bullpen, which hasn't really been that good, is going to be better than this starter who is clearly pitching a good game and you do need the win? I don't right? know. Like, we'd I, have to go back and check. We'd have to go back. If he has eighty, we have. Hold on. If he has eighty five, one second. We'd have to go back and check the the rest of the bullpen where they were at, who pitched on what day. That stuff's too much to get into. The point of this was to squash any argument or any beef that you had with Eric and I because you think we're smug and I apologize for being sounding smug but I will not take back my arg- I will not take back my argument of that I'm not choice. saying yeah, to no take shot. back your argument that's not the point the point was to take back the argument the point was I was pissed off because you both were so smug and you're complete just ah just throw it away like it's a trash there is an argument to be made that a lot of people would agree with that's what that's what I was mad at there is and but I think like most saying, if we, if like, we, it's like if we had a bigger following a poll would be 80 20. Yeah, I, I think most people would would err on would be I, on our side I, in this one. I disagree that it would be 80-20. I disagree well, that a lot of people don't like the way that the game is now, and I don't think that that would be the case. But listen, again, that's a that's an opinion. Does it? If you I ask guess knowledgeable, final question. I don't want to take another jab at you. Go we ahead. Can, we can uh, knowledge, knowledgeable baseball fans. Knowledgeable yes. baseball fans. I mean, dude, you could go to any, but that's such a fucking bullshit statement because know, it for is. Every and one that's person, just basing everything on every analytics person, and stats. So I, yes, I, every one person that agrees with you, the I could get. I could, get the whole thing. I love the right, passion, I, Eric. Eric, I love the passion. Let's channel that passion into oh talking about how bad the Yankees are right now. Can we? You do gotta that? give us a shot. I think we. Tommy. I think we've covered this enough. We, there's no hard feelings here, Matt. This will be brought. This there's no hard feelings. I love this. There, Again, there isn't even as much fire as there was. Matt, I'm sorry your opinion was wrong, but let's let's no, move on to the Yankees. No, that's not true. What's um, the saying? Matt, there's, a, I, I, there's no saying because this. No, there is. Well, let's jump into what the Yankees are doing right now because um, the state of the Yankees is is kind of uh, you know not good, I guess you could say, and like I'm trying to find the positive aspects and things that are going on. Um, since we, Rizzo doubled. Since, that's positive. Yeah, that's positive right now. But bigger picture, like Eric just said, we can talk about the last home series. They went four and two. They won both series against the Mariners, and then they beat the AL West leading Texas Rangers uh, two out of three. Um, you know, those those were two good series wins at home. Uh, but you know what? The, the news of Judge and his torn ligament and his right toe, big right toe, kind of overshadowed overshadowed those a little bit um but you got to try and find some of the positives from that series and and some of my takeaways from that series where you got decent pitching i know cole didn't have his best stuff um and so you had okay starting pitching you had a good bullpen especially in that 1-0 game to hold a 1-0 lead and then the offense was non-existent but they had timely hitting 
and I say timely hitting with like McKinney's home runs. You know, you had Bader's, Bader's double, you had Stanton single, and you would think like in baseball, in my opinion, I'm sure you guys would agree that, you know, hitting's contagious and winning is contagious. So if you start to see LeMahieu got a few doubles, um, Rizzo started to pick it up a little bit. I think that's where I could find the, the positives in, in that series, aside from all the, you know, the, the, the blowout that Herman had, which has been bad for the last two starts, Boston, and then home against the Mariners where he was just absolute trash. But yeah, I'll try and find the positives there. But the, again, but the, the news of Judge with his, you know, torn ligament in his toe, really kind of, uh, really kind of damp, put a damper on those two series wins. But, you know, diving into that, to that Judge news, um, there's no timetable from, from everything that I'm seeing. There's really no timetable. And I understand not putting a timetable on it because if you put a timetable on it, it sets, excuse me, sets expectations as a fan base as to when he's going to come back. And if he doesn't come back, it's like, oh, he's not back yet. What's going on? Um, and to be honest with you, the, the, his whole season is in jeopardy. Um, and with no judge, there's definitely no World Series. Um, that's for sure. But what are your, what were your takeaways from, from that home series? And Eric, you can go first. Of course, I went to the only loss of the series, which was <laughs> shitty. Yeah, stop going but, games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went Friday, and it was it was fun. I mean, it was a good night for a game, but, yeah, it was a tough extra inning loss. But, yeah, overall, you got to be pretty pleased with the way they played. Um, not a whole lot of offense, but definitely won't Damn. complain with uh, with taking two out of three from the from the Rangers. No, never. Of course not. I mean, they're they're a good team, and no. you, and you you hit Evaldi. I don't know how. I don't know when he came out of the game or whatnot, but like, you know, Evaldi started the game, and you managed to win that game that he started. And he's a he's a tremendous pitcher. He's gotten so much better since he left the Yankees. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, Saint, what were your what were your takeaways from that uh, from that home series or the two home series that we had? I don't know. I mean, yeah, the Ranger series was a good good series win the Seattle one kind of pissed me off because yeah I know we won the series but it was an awful last game so I don't know it's just kind of demoralizing anyways I I mean I know I'm ultra pessimist and negative I just I really don't have too much positive to say so you know I guess if you don't have anything nice to say you probably shouldn't say anything but yeah but like I I mean look look at the the bullpen is keeping them literally afloat right now like so there's a positive but the the downside to that is that you know, if they do make the playoffs and Judge does come back at 95%, that bullpen could potentially be, you know, burnt out by the time they get to the playoffs. That's the, that's what you have to worry about. So you really do need your offense to pick it up to, to take some of the pressure off. Do you see that happening? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just laid out a few reasons as to why it could. Yeah, because of the, their hitting was timely and they started to actually, some of these guys are starting to get going, I hope. And, and so, yeah, I do think it's do like the offense that they have. The guys that they have, the DJs, the Rizzo, the Stanton, the Glavers, the Baders, like they're very capable of scoring four to five runs a game on average. Will that happen? I don't, yeah. I don't know, but like it's 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 definitely possible. Maddie, I know I guess Matt didn't have much to say there, but did you have any any positives to take uh, I would say that the Seattle series was good. But it kind of—I uh, agree—it kind of was overshadowed by that last game. That was just fucking tough to watch, brutal. And then the Texas series was good win, and I think that the le- Sunday's win was the best win of them all. Um, just with Bader getting that—what did he hit a double in the eighth 
or the seven. Uh, I think it was the eighth, yeah. Like that, I don't know. I think that was the best win um, out of the whole entire home stretch. Uh, and again, it was overshadowed by Judge. And I'd like to die. I'd like to talk about the, you know, yeah, they they don't want to give a timetable, but like, why? Like, at what point do you just say like he's out for the season? Because you don't because, actually know if he's out because for the he season. needs yeah, to. You don't actually. Well, the, know. the only way that he's out for the season is if he needs surgery on his toe, and he probably if will he needs surgery, surgery at some point. After then the he's season. out for the season no, after the season. But if you can manage that pain and you can manage the the injury to where he's back, like that's the whole point, right? If this team can maintain five hundred or play slightly above five hundred while he's out, right? You do have other reinforcements coming back on top of these guys that you need to get going in, in uh, Rizzo and Stanton and DJ, like you're getting Rodon back in almost maybe like a week, a week and a half. I think he finished his second rehab assignment. You are getting, that is nice. You are getting, you are getting um, Nestor Cortez back at some point, right? He should be back probably post all-star break. But it's really not, dude. It's not our pitching. Like it's our offense. Our offense that, stinks. But, the, but the, the 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 dynamic of the team can change once you if you Rodon comes back and these guys are juiced up for that because it's their big off season signing. Like the, so many the, things what do you call it? The, 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 the team can change the team. when the pitching the pitching that's been actually good all year just continues to be good. Like, did you not hear not what like I just said? It. I just said if Rodon yeah, comes back, your big biggest sign. off season signing comes back, that can add some juice to a team. I, I'm I, listen. That's a bad call there. Um, oh my like god! What get, the fuck? I didn't like that call. Um, Lead off the wow. Yeah, I mean, listen. These umps, like I said, this team has to maintain a 500 record or slightly above 500 to give themselves a shot at a wild card playoff spot. There's no I think 500. That, that's what uh, I mean. I'm just saying, while Judge is out, like that's. Uh, that's not that's excuse me assuming that he's coming back let's say august i would say he's not coming back just play it on the air on the side of he's probably not so what happens what happens with expectations of the season do are we just now like all right yeah let's make the wild no, you're, a, you're a playoff team but you're not going anywhere if if, if judges uh if judge does not play that's period the end that's it no, that that's what it is um so yeah, things things look very bleak right now in, in Yankee Yankee Land. But I don't know. You got to hold out hope that Judge does come back at some point. Like I know, I'm sure he wants to be there, you know. But I think I think that uh, I saw. Obviously, everybody has seen Hicks is kind of crushing it right now. Yeah. What's he batting like three eleven? Does does our staff and Joey Gallo? It's doing good. Like Gio Rochelle. Pretty like, sure Joey Gallo is not doing good right now. He was, yeah, he was only for a brief. He was. He's not now. So like Gary Sanchez is he doing Gary better Sanchez than he bounced around from five different teams? He hit like four home runs for San Diego, and I haven't seen anything since. So it's like and like three games. He hit, so it's like, like it was like yeah, you could say like oh the, the hitting staff stinks. Like okay, I, I don't know. Do, yeah, like, do you think our coaching just stinks? No, I think sometimes these guys just can't. They don't like playing in New York. Like this fan base is very tough, and like it, once they get your claws into you, like it's you're done. And I and I'll give a ton of credit to to Stanton who has handled this historically awful offensive performance very well. He came out and said the other day after the game, "Yeah, I got a single. It's great. This is great, but this is totally unacceptable. I need to be better." And this guy's this guy's handled the the media, the fan base, everything so great, and he just tries to go out there and do his job. So I just think it comes down to some people just aren't cut. Look at Sonny Gray; he wasn't cut. You couldn't do it here. 
it's there's less pressure in other cities. I mean, what else? Yeah, do you I was actually. Oh, sorry, Eric. Go on. I was gonna. So, yeah, I was gonna say there. that you. Yeah, you touched on. Uh, you just touched on Gallo. Is that what you said? Maddie did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy to see what like. I mean, I, I, I don't usually put a lot of blame on Cashman, but it's it sucks to see these guys that we trade away for for dud pieces like playing really well. Like I just got a, a few stats together. Um, so we traded in the in the Gallo trade. We gave away Ezekiel Duran, who's killing it. He has 16 hits in his last nine games. He's got his average up to 319, 10 home runs, 31 RBIs in 60 games this year for a Gallo piece that we got negative output from and then we for for montas who who has pitched eight games of mediocre baseball i mean we traded sears who's who's young and he's pitching well and luis medina is touching nine uh 100 in the bullpen and those are two guys that we got zero or if not negative output from so i mean hopefully hopefully the rodon uh is, is going to come back maybe boost a little bit like you said but yeah it does suck seeing these guys that we that we've given up for pretty much nothing, but those are just two things I've noticed looking around the league. So I have, I have Sears and fantasy and then Ezekiel Duran played well against us this weekend. So it's, uh, yeah. I mean, listen, like, bit I annoying. Think, oh, geez. I think, uh, Oh God. And home run athletics two nothing. Um, yeah, you're right. It sucks. Especially when you give up, you give up, uh, you give up guys for a guy who came over here hurt. And according to Hal's interview on the Michael K show, like, God. you know, they said they did their homework. Oh my on, God. They did their homework on, on Montas and all that stuff. And, and I don't, that was probably the one. I thought it was, I, I thought it was a great trade. I thought it was a great trade on the surface, but yeah, if he's, if he's healthy for sure. Right. If he's healthy for sure. Like, and, and he said he would do that trade again. It's like, man, you can't say that. Like, no, no, you like, you really wouldn't. You wouldn't do that trade again, knowing what you know now about about Montas and like saying that they checked his medicals and he was heavily involved with it. Like, great, yeah, that was probably the one part of the interview that I just like didn't like. Everything else was everything else was fine. I mean, he said what he needs to, to be said, and one of the questions like is, does the, how many if you guys miss the playoffs or if you don't win a World Series or if you you know do well and make the playoffs and then eventually get bounced in the first round? Like, are you going to start asking the tough questions? And he's like, if we don't, like, yeah, I'm going to have to. I have to start asking those tough questions. Maddie, what were you going to say? I was going to say, like, obviously he's going to have, you know, he's going to have good answers. Like, that's his freaking job. He's, he's a billionaire. He's got a great PR team. He's going to know what to say. But at what point do you are you judged on your actions and the outcome of the seasons? Yeah. No, it's a, it's a fair question. But they just re-signed both of these guys. So, like, I'm, you know, I don't want to say unfortunately, but I don't think to everyone's, you know, anger i don't think that those guys are going anywhere right now they're just, they're just not so it's like you have these two guys that you have boone and cashman and you're gonna have to make the best of it i just don't like how he started off are are we talking about the same i mean i'm sure it is the same interview where he started off said i don't really he goes i get why people are upset he doesn't listen to the new you know he doesn't listen to podcasts yeah. he doesn't listen, yeah, yeah i don't know that comment kind of pissed me off like i don't know how you got any you got any finger on the pulse of your of your fan base. Cause you don't, you know, they got high expectations. So you don't know why they're pissed off. You don't know why we're pissed off after like, I get, yeah, I agree a, with a stretch that. of mediocrity. And then, yeah, you make some playoffs and I whatever. Some of, I, I was annoyed by some of it, but like, you have to be able to read the room in the particular situation, in the particular 
situation that they're talking about is like their offense has been historically bad in the month of June. So it's like, yes, to your, to his point, to his credit, like, I don't get why people are like, you know, got their pitchforks out in the third week of June at the time of the interview. I get that. Right. But you also have to understand like what was actually happening in the moment that you said that is that the offense was just completely non-existent and still kind of is completely non-existent. So like you have to be able to answer that question a little bit better. He said, yeah, he said that and he understands, but I guess, I guess as like, as we're all Yankee fans, like it's not, the frustration isn't stemming from the past month. The frustration is stemming from the past 10 years. Like I don't, I think that's more so where it sits with anybody who's been paying attention. And before they started making these playoff runs, 16, 17, 18, like that stretch after they won the world series was awful. Like, so yeah, the frustration isn't from the past month. Uh, no, I mean, what year, the year that Jeter got hurt in the, what was it? The ALDS? Like they actually, they had a good team that what probably would have won. The stretch of like three years where it was no, they mediocrity or um, awful. Jeter pretty much after Jeter that. broke his foot in the 2012 ALCS. 12? Yeah, game one against the, the right Tigers. It's probably yeah. in 15, yeah. they, they got bounced by Keuchel and the wild cards. Probably from there to 16. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. I don't know. I guess like, I, I, I get it. I know. We're re- you read too much into it, you get pissed off. I guess I'm just pissed off in general and, like, that just rubbed me the wrong way. Like, yeah, yeah, we're pissed off right now, but, like, I get it. Baseball's in spurts. You're not going to win every series. Whatever, I get it. They're hitting bad. The point isn't that. It's the point is we just have year after year of excuse and blah, 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 and this, and we need to get this player back. And I don't want to hear I don't want to hear about Rodon. I don't, like, I get it, right? It's just, and I know it's not even all his fault. It's still fucking annoying. Like, yeah, we're just we just suck. Uh, expectations of a World Series we're talking about at the beginning of the year that's pretty much gone. I mean, I for all intents and purposes, it's also it's also the same. I mean, it's easy to it's easy hindsight twenty twenty, but like there wasn't anything done really to the offense in the offseason. It's the same offense that scored four runs in the first yeah, three games against the Astros in the ALCS. Like that was the problem going through the offseason, and there was really nothing addressed. Yeah. So. It's part I of it. Does Mike, fall my question to shoulder, Mike? For when after Cashman we lost, after go ahead. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I well, love man. it. When I called you, Mike, after we lost, right? The same, the same call that we've had since 2017, right? When I called you and I said, and you said, "I'm, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Like, I, I can't keep <laughs> falling for this." It's every same, year for the past, like, yeah, years. it's literally, yeah, yeah. It's the same. It's the same conversation, literally. It's the same phone call every year. I think. What, what, what in this off season was done? And Eric just said it. So, what in this off season was done to to make you feel like I'm bought back in? Nothing I other mean, than okay, Rodon. One, I'm always bought in because this is my favorite team. So it's like. That's I'm I always going to be bought in. I, we're not actually what, not. We're, but, always we're not bought in. We're sitting here in. doing a podcast about the Yankees. Yeah, we're all, right. all bought in. But there we go, Donaldson. Donaldson with a little solo blast. I like that. Um, it's pissing off my iPad's behind you. That's great. Um, no, yeah, what was too. done in the offseason to make me buy back in? My answer is I'm always bought in. One, two, you salvage the relationship with Judge that you that Cashman almost blew because he leaked. You know the initial offer to the media in spring training, which is a total bonehead move, and they cost themselves another hundred and you know twenty million or hundred thirty million dollars. But getting him back was, you know, obviously huge. Um, I also thought giving me a little confidence in and them and 
naming Volpe the for, uh, excuse me starting shortstop and giving him the keys to that. That happened at the that happened at the beginning of the season. Well, you're asking me to an, let me answer your question before you start jumping down my throat. Okay, he's the starting shortstop. It was an open competition. They said it was an open competition, and he won it. So that's good. They were good on their word there. Um, and the second part to that is that he is the starting shortstop through thick and thin. So like you can't just like send him up and down and up and down. Like they're going to keep him in there. That's positive. Now, what yeah, I wish I they would have done is I wish they would have actually addressed the uh, left field situation. Right? They let Benintendi walk because he wanted too much money. Whatever. I'm not going to get. And I don't. Good move. I don't even think he's doing that well this year. To be honest. No, he's awful. He's awful. So like, and that could be just he's a victim of his circumstance in Chicago where they actually stink. Um, so I, I, you know. Well, they got to take out their pitchers so that they're so that they're good for to make the yeah. playoff run. <laughs> there, <laughs> listen, there's, there's, oh, man. there's a there's a you know, I don't know. There 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 wasn't really much you could say in the offseason that was like done well. But the only it's the, the only, same team, yeah, of course it's the same team. But the only thing that I could point to is resigning Judge to what you should have done initially um, before he, he even got to that. Point. Yeah, but that that again, that's not. That's not anything to get like he's been on the team. I'm saying that, he a is new the, piece he's of the, the player, he's arguably the best player it? in Major League Baseball. So like that's a pretty big piece because if he's not yeah, here, we're, we're having a totally different conversation from day one. I, and you know what the playoff thing? You know what we say, we say if Judge isn't in the playoffs, we have no chance. I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't really know about that because he's been non-existent in the playoffs since 2017. You take away his 2017 playoffs, he's batting like. Well, I, I bet you the, one of the reasons why he was non-existent last year is because he was dragging this team through the, through the finish. Yeah, literally. Yeah, last year and he's probably you know dead tired. So it's like, yeah. I, but my main thing that I have a problem with is that they did not address the left field situation, and we're rolling Hicks back out there and putting IKF in an uncomfortable spot, which. To, to a lot of people's surprise, IKF has actually done pretty well, and I'm more confident with him in the outfield than I was with, like, Hicks or even Oswaldo Cabrera at that point because Oswaldo Cabrera can't hit. So, like, that's a guy you have to send down the AAA for an extended period of time to fix his, you know, fix his mechanics and his swing and all that stuff. But, unfortunately, the injuries hasn't allowed that. Um, so I wish that they had um, – I wish that they had addressed that left field situation more than they did. And, and there was a couple guys out there – I don't really know if Profar would have been the answer, but he was available, and I don't think he wanted that much money. But he was a, a true outfielder. Um, I guess they wanted, you know, Brian Reynolds, but they would have had to give up a ton for Brian Reynolds, and he ended up signing with Pittsburgh anyway. So it's like, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. I like. I like. I don't know. It's just seems every day. I think I'd prefer. Did Volpe get a hit? Yeah, Volpe just had a single, and now he's stealing. And there we go. There we go. Maybe a little hit and run. Um, but, you know, now that we're talking about Volpe, actually, like, we really do need to – and I am happy that they're keeping him in there and giving him reps. But, like, at some point, man, you got to start producing offensively. And uh, he is not hitting well at all. And his – you know, he gets on base – when he gets on base, he's able to steal, but you got to get on base. So, yeah, he could finish this, the season with, you know – 70 RBIs and, and 25 home runs, which is great. But like from a shortstop, I need to see more, more. Contact. Yeah. But what did we say we wanted from him in the beginning of the year? I'm pretty sure we all said we want to see him hit 220. 
And I mean, I don't remember he's batting what one ninety five. I don't think anybody. Said I, don't think, I don't think anybody said two twenty. I think I think we said if if he could bat if he could have a solid defensive year and he and he ended up batting two twenty two thirty, it well, would not be check. a horrible first year on that one because I do not remember seeing. Just go listen to the first. What episode. did you? What did, <laughs> Realistically, what did you want him to bat then? What did you want him to bat? It might have been an episode that wasn't. I think it's a shortstop. You should be hitting at least two seventy. Yep, and and I think as, that's all of us. Yeah, but I get that it's his first friggin' year. He's twenty two years old. Okay, that's fine. That's me going out there, okay, well, dude. No, it's not it's me because you're sitting here talking about him. It's not you. <laughs> it's not you. It's none of us. So I mean, listen, like I, you need to start seeing more out of him offensively, and the reason. The reason I am still confident in him is because you can see that this kid has the tools to be very successful in, the, in Major League Baseball. So that's why, like, I think they're able to kind of let him, you know, take the keys and go. probably would have got now, rid listen, of Jeter. No, but but here's the other thing: you don't when you're winning, you don't notice that stuff. But they're losing right now, so mm-hmm. like you kind of it gets fo- you focus on that a little bit more than usually do. It gets hidden by the winning. So they're you know. No, I just, think I can always find the negative. Pretty pessimistic. Yeah, because sometimes you're, you know, yeah. a Debbie Downer fan. I said most. Yeah, of I'm a I'm a dickhead pessimist. Yeah. I know. Okay, but like I get Matt. I guarantee so, you, if they did win the World Series, it just they won it in you know six when they should have won it in four. Like that's your that's no. If they won the World Series, I'd cry. That's gonna be your initial response. Yes. No, it's not. If they win the World Series, they win. But I'll critique them all the way up until the point where they make the final out and they win. Yes, that's what, how I work. Much. That's how I'm wired as uh, being a fan of this franchise, that you expect things growing up. Here you go, T. Eric, let me know what you yeah, think about this. Great. I think out, huh? they have a tremendous faith in Josh Donaldson, which I, I don't get. But, man, I, whatever faith they have. Dude, he just needs I more know, runway. I don't know how much more runway he needs with over 500 at-bats. But I, if he could just be like – if a he thousand. could just like find a little bit of his like – days in his 2015 his 2015 like mvp season that like that would be better than <laughs> anything we're getting right now so like i don't personally don't have faith that he can get back to anything close to what he used to be he's just he's over the hill he's old he's is it's just not it doesn't work but man it would be if he could get back to some level of competency he could it would help tremendously well, yeah we got to get to we got to get to a point where we could be in the race and be looking at a playoff spot. And then we could be buyers at the deadline. Cause I said it last episode, but I mean, not, I mean, everything goes out the, out the wall. If judges, if judges down, but I mean, I really don't think that dude, like our team is like when healthy is, is a right, pretty so you're, solid you're, team. Okay. So you're admitting a, to what I said team. earlier, like this team is capable of winning and putting up four or five runs a game with the offense that they have. They're but just, they don't. Oh, I understand, but I'm just saying, like they are hitting historically bad right now. So, like, there's it can only go up from here. I would, I would imagine. So, like, yes, they're capable and they could do it. Um, but well, I mean, my, my point, my point being, I'm, we just got to get to a point where we could be buyers at deadline and then address the third base problem because it's not, it's not who, who we look at. I haven't, I haven't really looked. At? I haven't really looked at who would, who would, who would even be sellers Me with neither. a decent third baseman who's maybe. On the Do last year, Arenado of would or something. be. Arenado would be the St. Louis Cardinals would be sellers. Like they suck. Or what about a left? Field, a what about a, a true left wait, fielder wait, wait. in moving IKF to third? Arenado have a big contract with them. Yeah, I don't. I don't know mm-hmm. the ins and outs of it. I'm just looking at teams that are really bad. 
Like I've seen I would like say the Cardinals are really bad. They're middle of their division. They dude, suck. they're like twenty six and forty. They're awful. Uh, are you sure? Yes, dude. They are right now they are but that division 30, excuse agree. me, thirty three and forty five. Like that is not good. Oh, you're right. All right. So um Speaking of the Cardinals, wouldn't mind like, like, uh, like Jake Berger, oh, that maybe. Division is so bad. Oh my god, Jake Berger. Jake Berger's a name to watch. First great, first name I uh, big time. First name I grabbed from a from a lower team in the standings as a, as a decent go. third baseman. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of, uh, you know, like that's going to be baseball. our guy. We're going to call history of baseball. You know, knowing guys on other teams. Have you guys played the Immaculate Grid? Aaron showed mm-hmm. the Aaron showed it to you me. Yeah, I should play it. It's so fun. It's a new thing. Yeah. That, I think it comes out every day, and like you just have to. You have like nine guesses, and you have to guess guys who have played for both teams. It's in a you know like in a square. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. He sent it to me. It's really it's really difficult. Like you will actually like it, you'll be so mad at yourself when you forget some of the things that you should know. It's really fun, but that's a good way to keep engaged. But all right, I got I got one more just so I could go back on it when it when it comes mm-hmm. to the deadline. We got Ryan McMahon from the uh, from the Rockies. Two names to watch there, Berger and McMahon. All right, keep track of that. For yeah, me. Well, pretty much for the World time. Series. Um, we're going um, to – I mean, yeah. Mike, but what What about what you're about uh, signing a left fielder? You're the king of just like every time I'm ready to start a new Well, player. I try not to – I try not to – I try not to friggin' uh, interrupt and then you start segueing and I had something Let's to bring, bring up. Let's bring back Tyler Wade. What about just signing a – you both, you both. What about signing a left fielder? Yeah, I would love to get. A, I would love to try and get a left fielder, an actual competent left fielder, hundred percent. And put IKF at third. Is that a is that a move that yes, you? Yes, but do? I honestly do not think that the Yankees are going to uh, designate for assignment Josh Allison. They're just not going to do it. I, I just don't think they're going to do it. They have an obscene amount of faith in this guy. There you go. Um, that he's going to get the job done. But let's jump Speaking into of third base. Third, third base quick. Th- sorry, I know. Third base quick. Did you guys see Giro Shella? Yeah, he's out no. for the season. He to- he no, what happened? Pelvic, pelvic, uh, yeah, pelvic fracture. Oh, my. The there you go. Good God. move, Cashman. Yeah, you, could, you could go now. You could go good now, move, Mike. Good move, Cashman. No, uh, what I was saying is. Good um, foresight. Yeah, foresight this, on the This stretch of games coming up before the All-Star break, and I don't really know exactly when the All-Star break is, but I do know that they're playing Oakland for three. In Oakland, they're in St. Louis for three. Then they have the Orioles at home for four, and then they have the Cubs at home for three. Like ideally, you need to win. You need to sweep. You should sweep Oakland. You should sweep St. Louis. And then I, I could. going to win this game. Well, Matt, it's the fifth inning. Just relax. Like I like you. This is what I'm hoping to happen: sweep Oakland, sweep St. Louis, split with the Orioles. Obviously, would love to take three or one, but split with them, and then take two or three from the Cubs. Like this is a this is a stretch in our season right now where we actually have to put some distance between the win and loss column here. Any thoughts? What do you guys think? Yeah, we got we got one, two, three, four series before the uh, All Star break, all winnable. So I mean, all, Orioles are going to be tough, but we'll talk about that next week, I guess. But yeah, just I guess take it series by series this week we should um oh sorry go ahead should win should win four games at least hopefully we win both these series but go ahead matt i had brought it up i think i said it in the text does anybody see it think it's kind of ridiculous we have nine guys on the all-star ballot i i mean 
personally, I think that's fucking insane. All, isn't it all fan voting? So like, I don't know. Really to get on the ballot, it's it's league, and then the fan vote. The fans vote. I don't know. They changed it now. I think it's like fifty well, fifty. Like who's on the who's on the ballot? <laughs> I don't even know. We have nine guys. Like. I mean, obviously, obviously that's what I'm wondering. I, I honestly didn't look into it, but I can't believe that we have nine guys on the All Star. Obviously, to me, Cole that's is a joke. there. Obvious Judge is there. I don't know who else would be there. Judge on the injured list is still better. Than, you know, probably leading in voting for. <laughs> well, because he was. I mean, he was on pace for what he was doing last year at the time he got hurt. So, like, yes, he probably was. But what? Uh, where can can you name? I guess that would be a game. Can you name nine guys that should be on the All Star ballot right now? <laughs> Can't. No, I don't think any team has nine guys that should be on the all-star ballot. I don't think it's a single team. Man, Otani's a, Otani's a stud, huh? I mean, he's single-handedly just winning that game. Like, a solo shot, and then he's got, like, eight Ks. What a, you guys see what, their what weekend series in Colorado where they outscored them, like, 32-5 to five and lost the series two games to three? Yeah, all loud runs doesn't mean a damn thing. Dude, it's just like, I know we're getting off, but college World Series. Dude, the Florida won that game 25-4, to and they the LSU won the whole thing because they won the next day 18-4. to Like, mm-hmm. fucking insane. LSU, baby. Yeah, that's why. I, didn't, I honestly didn't watch any of the college baseball World Series, just maybe like five minutes here and there. But um, speaking of the All-Star break, uh, Rodon, I believe, is finishing up maybe his – I think he finished up his second, and he, I think he wants to – Did they say the Orioles? What? The Orioles series is when the I'll fifth. be back? The what fifth, yeah. Fifth? Yeah, which is the Orioles series. I think I'm going to be going to the July 3rd game, a Monday night game. Um, so, yeah, I think the target is for him to come back on the fifth. Now, is that after his third start in Somerset, or are they trying to bump him up without having a third start? I think the pl- the original I the original plan was to have him go three starts, but I don't I don't know I haven't read recently. I know his last start looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, listen, that's a big that's a big piece coming back, um, or just being him. actually starting his season with us for the for the <laughs> since we signed him. So that'll be nice. And like I said earlier, I think uh, you know it could provide some juice that they actually might need. I mean, he's a he's a bulldog, right? That's his mentality is just a tough guy it could add some it could could put some juice into the to the lineup i mean that was cc right cc was a tough dude and like sparked a lot of things he was always in guys faces coming out of the dugout yelling i watched a clip the other day where i think houston intentionally threw at a rod and cc came out of the dugout this was back in like 2000 it was eight years ago whatever that was um and he came out all pissed off like yeah maybe we get a guy like that out of rodan and that could actually help this team a lot I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like completely. You know, season's not completely over. Like Bader getting all pissed off in the dugout. I love that. Get all fired up. We talk about accountability a lot, and I think the accountability really starts with with the players. And if you guys actually looked up what Stanton said, um, you would see that he. You know, looked up, Mike. You act like it wasn't blasted all over social media. Social media. I have, media. Media. I have no idea. You don't interact with any of the tweets that I send. So how hell? How the hell am I supposed I'm to? Trying to get off of Twitter. I'm trying to get off. Grow of this business here, and and how the hell am I supposed to know what you guys are looking at on Twitter? I don't know. Well, dude, I mean, but and like, okay, like, congrats. He said, okay, he but said that's the what right you thing. Want to hear out of a guy like you that. go out and raise that's your average. Judge is still slotted to be an all-star starter. Of course. He imagine he makes. Oh his wait, here I found him. Wait, I <laughs> found him here. Uh, Trevino, Rizzo, 
Glaber, DJ, Volpe, Judge, Bader, Oswaldo, and John Carlo. I mean, I could see Rizzo being on there. I mean, he's hitting like 278. He was hitting like 314 for a majority of the season. He's, he's been awful. Yeah, he has been awful. I think what part of that was is that that thigh he took to the head. I don't think he's been right since then when Tatis came back into the bag and kind of clipped him in the head there. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's um, potentially impacting his play right now, but um, tell you what, he can turn on pitches. I mean, it's it's sand, though. Sand's just—it's crazy. I don't think Stan's played enough. You know what I'll say? The best. Uh, this is like totally off right. subject, but who umped in the Seattle game? The one where he was. He, the players were giving him some shit big time, and he didn't. He didn't retaliate at all. Do. What I, umpire I was no that? Idea. He's got long No hair. idea what you're talking about. That's the type of umps know, that love, we need. You want robo-umps. You hate the umpire's egos. Yada, yada, yada. We're not going to talk about it on this show. Wait, but yeah. Mike, I, but I do actually have a question, though, and I genuinely don't understand. You're saying, which I guess I don't really understand your argument with that, is you're saying that the MLB is doing it on purpose because they want the MLB wants robo umps, but don't. Why would the umps want robo? Yeah, I don't know. It's not really like a, a well thought out idea. <laughs> just just, it. It's not I a formulated argument. It's funny to say, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if these umpires are actually like self sabotaging for some reason. I don't know what that reason is, but Did like, you think he's paying them or something? I don't know. It's just like some of the calls are just so bad that like there's no way that you can make this many bad calls in this dude those two catcher interference calls at being a catcher actually pissed me off like those are that like what what is he supposed to do even gary i don't even like gary but i mean that he didn't do anything like i don't know what you're talking about but oh oh there's a lot of stupid two catcher interference calls at home that they're out right 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 and i think the gary i think the gary one about uh it a little bit more is because he was up the line blocking the the path without the ball yeah but he it's they say it matters when you catch the like where you're at when you catch the ball and he had the ball and there was i don't think he had the ball there was two there was a like a step and a half after he caught the ball and then he turned and started blocking the plate and the guy still was able to get around his foot and touch the plate so it's not like yeah the the one i that one i was like eh, you know what i guess maybe you could see the other one though i think it was twins catcher or whatever I don't know who it was, but I saw it and I was like, "Oh my god, that's terrible!" I don't I'm know. Like, yeah, I, I don't do know why. Those calls? Do that. I, I I don't know. But to your point, though, how do they miss that? Like, how I don't understand. Even you can't even interpret those a certain way. Like they are what they are. I, I just don't really understand. Well, the worst part about it is they were reviewed. They went up. Yeah, they didn't and, call either of them out. Yeah, the major right. baseball went up and reviewed it, or someone challenged it, and like they reviewed it and were like, "Nope, that's it." I don't know. Baseball sometimes gets in its own way, in my opinion. And what about the? Uh, balk I love that for it was a total balk. It was a total balk. Wait, from who? Which one? Stanek. Stanek. It was a total balk. Did you watch it? No. Yeah. I just don't. Sometimes I feel like the balk. Oh, no, Maddie, that's a. It's I, a, that's. I don't really. Clear as day, in my opinion, a balk. His he hesitated, and then it was very quick that he went off after. But he hesitated. It's a hundred percent a balk. And Ben Verlander is a complete nimrod dummy who has no idea what he's talking about half the time and he's just like oh rightfully so stanick is pissed off it's like dude that was a total buck everyone was lighting him up in the comments like dude you are so wrong i love i just loved him freaking yeah. out after and getting yeah, tossed great. Yeah, because he that knew was he awesome. was wrong and that's all what, what else does he have to do like it was a total buck it wasn't even like really that 
and I'm surprised that they were able to see that because it was it's very quick. Um, so yeah, I think the Bach rule is really. stupid unless you drop Not the really. ball. If it's, I don't know. I saw I saw uh, an umpire was like I was a uh, first base ump for 25 years and I never called a Bach because I didn't know oh, what the rule was. That's kind of dumb. That's on him. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, that's <laughs> there is a real box that happened. That's on him. Yeah, no, back to the umpires. Like, I don't know. Like, especially with this rosin stuff, like, the only pitchers who have been tossed out of games have been Yankees or Mets pitchers, right? Sure, sure. Um, New York bias. And then the the reliever there who, you know, had a complete pretty good case against. Uh, Can Stan do something here? I mean, Jesus. Oh, nice play. Good play by uh, Wade there. All of a sudden, he's a, he's a defensive specialist. Um, Oh, he's actually always been a pretty decent. I thought he got DFA'd by the, the Athletics. Maybe I read that wrong. Stan. Oh. Uh, Tyler Wade. No, he's been he's been up. I thought he's like one of their. I, I could oh, be he's starting short. He's one of their better guys in their awful lineup. <laughs> um, that was a pretty nice play. Why stay with it? Um, yeah, I don't know. So the the umpire thing eventually like. Not to, like slide in there. I, I don't. Not to be like, you know, the robo-umps are coming, but they actually are probably coming at some point. And I don't think it's going to be total robo. I think it's going to be some form of, like, you can challenge a pitch kind of like they do in, like, some lower league where you can challenge a pitch real quick. And it's, like, you know, business as usual after, like, literally, like, a five-second review. Um, so I don't, I don't know what's going to happen there. Did you guys um, – moving on. Did you guys see that clip or that video of Weminyama shooting uh, – a shoot around in his Spurs uniform and he didn't make one jump shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he missed the ball and then yeah. dunked it and just, just like, walked off the court. Spurs make the wrong pick. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I also don't really under I mean I get it, but dude, they are like they are putting the crown on this guy. Yeah, man. I'm not I'm not sold I, on him. I haven't seen him do anything yet. I don't know. I don't even know where he, where did he play in Europe? Like I have no idea what it's like Frank, I'm Nets not, Nets eighty two. There you go. That was a great at bat there. Just beautiful head pulled. Did anyone see uh, Leonard Fournette's car just catch on fire in the middle of the fucking highway? No one look it out in Florida. Today he was driving in Florida, and his uh, car like legitimately like caught, caught on fire. Oh, yeah, that's so weird. Guy. I mean, I don't think I don't think he's driving a minivan, but I mean, this is not a great podcast. But look at this on the road today. on the other side and then it gets closer and it it was like literally up in flames like crazy wait is that that's in long is that in florida oh it's yeah it was me today oh that's leonard was that the the 405 no no i think it was the northern i was uh i was good on the 405 best football game I ever saw LSU Syracuse. Uh, Leonard Fournette had three Man, yeah, touchdowns. One of them yeah, was we were all back. there. I was there. What? With, well, you were with someone else, I think, Maddie. But I was with I Uncle Tony. Remember when uh, Caleb Donovan Edwards had two back-to-back seventy-five-yard touchdowns? Is this some Michigan football talk? All right, that's enough of that. Ohio State this year. <laughs> yeah, that's that. And that um, was talking Michigan. Yeah. So to to wrap this up. Uh, Yankees really need to win this. <laughs> need to sweep um, Oakland. They need to sweep St. Louis. Looking a little bleak right now, down two to one in Oakland, but decent amount of game left to play, I suppose. But um, yeah, shout so, out Keegan Bradley. 
uh, Northeast guy winning a Northeast tournament. Great. Talking yeah, to you. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> Yankees have to uh, really put some, like I said, some distance between the, the wins and losses here over these next four series. I'll be going on the third with my lovely wife watching the game. Maybe they'll win. Actually, they every, the one game I have gone to, they did win. Um, Mike, you got anything to say about the uh, the Rangers schedule release? <laughs> the New York Rangers? Yeah, Mike. Yeah, any, yeah, any, any early, thoughts, early Mike, on the strength of schedule? Analysis on the, the schedule yeah. release. Today. I don't have an analysis. Tier analysis. I'm not going to give you. <laughs> it's all going to be I'm about the second half of the season. Analysis on the schedule or the strength or whatever. But I do know they just hired um, a new head coach, Peter Laviolette. Yeah, I believe I said that right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't Big know in the much about world. him. I know he's won a Stanley Cup. Um, and I also did see a clip of him ripping into when he was the coach of the uh, Flyers, ripping into his team in be- in a you know in between the first, second, or third period, or, or first or second period. I don't remember, but um, yeah, I mean, hockey coaches, in in my opinion, and hockey players in general are just a totally different breed. And you can actually yell at those guys and and embarrass them if you will, you know, however you want to classify that. But you can get into their to their face and. I think they'll respond a little bit better than some of these other professional athletes will. They embrace um, it. Yeah. So that is, uh, that's my range. That's my range. Great, de- great deflection. There. I don't have a, I don't have a Taylor Hall gone bad. I think the, uh, but like, I think the, the winter classic is going to be at MetLife with Rangers and Islanders. Is that right? Games, yeah. Rangers, I, uh, I, Islanders and Rangers are playing the devils. And then the next day the Islanders play the flyers. All right, so Devils, right. Devils just got Devils big pickup today too. Tyler Toffoli is really good. Yeah, listen, need, I'll tell you what, I am, I'm really looking big forward to up. the NFL season, and I know we're gonna. That's probably gonna dominate oh. dominate the uh, the airwaves once that starts. But... Yeah, can we do like a can we do like a gambling thing like where yeah, we give out we picks? Do that. If someone wants to to take that take that on and maybe create that, that would be awesome. A little. Little project, oh, it'll be so easy. Um, so easy. College football, more not, I think, nine weekends until nine Saturdays until college football, which is kind of like yeah, depressing really to gonna, hear about because that means it's the end of summer. Oh, I love college, football. um, but still exciting. I know I love, co- yeah, yeah, we yeah. know you love college yeah, football. You're Matt. a big gambler, we get it. Maybe you can head that up too, but uh, yeah, it's a good place to stop. Uh, shout out to the uh, the Big Chief Ball Club on being the New York City men's slow pit champions uh we are going to repeat are you, yeah we're going to repeat next spring i believe we're playing in a fall league we're going to win that too so can you change your name can um, we sponsor you know, your you know team why we're called the big chief ball club do you remember why because of uh the sandlot yep. when they uh they go onto the uh the mm-hmm. spinny thing yeah the roller coaster yeah he holds his dip out and it's called big chief so we're the big chief ball club um so shout out to the 2023 <laughs> spring men's slow pitch softball champions. Uh, we'll talk to you guys. That's right. All of New York City. City. And I'll probably crown myself as the MVP. I'm not sure. But we'll talk to you guys next week. Take me to jail.